With the cold and flu season upon us, it's time to take a look at the immune system. Whether you think yours is strong or weak, there are always ways to boost and support it. So let's dive in. Are you struggling to keep your head above water and brushing aside how you physically feel? You know you need to do something to feel better, but what? Nothing's working and you're about to give up. I hear you. I'm Jolene, a nutritional therapy practitioner, a wife, and a furry guardian. Like you, I let my work and everything else get in the way of health, often chasing skinny instead of health until I learned how the body works. Welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple, where I share all the tips, tricks, and science to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and frustration with the ever-changing health rules, going beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to food, mindset, and lifestyle. If you're ready to stop spinning your wheels and learn how to feel better with changes that work for you, results that are undeniable like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss, this is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy. Hey, hey there. It's that time of year again. The leaves have turned, the peppermint mochas are flowing, and unfortunately, snow are the sniffles and coughs. Yep, it's cold and flu season. But fear not. Today, we are taking control and empowering ourselves with knowledge and action to fight back with a strong immune system. Let's crush these colds before they even have a chance to take root. First off, let's get a quick, simple understanding of how the immune system works for cold, flu, and viruses. You see, we call these things invaders, and they require an adaptive response. Our lymphatic system is primarily responsible for this response. And if you remember from the detox episode, the lymphatic system is a detox pathway. So basically throughout this system, we have new blood cells being made and then being trained to target those invader cells and leave the healthy cells alone. Hey, side note, when this system goes awry, it's when we see autoimmune diseases pop up in that the T cells target the healthy cells but I'll leave that for another day. The entire lymphatic system then works together to fight off the invader cells and rid your body of them. Well, that's just a quick brief explanation, but sometimes if we know what's going on, we can focus more on how to adapt and and get healthy and, and boost the system up. Before we get into strengthening our immune response, let's touch on a few things to do if you already have a basic cold or flu. Most importantly, remember your body has natural mechanisms that fight off the cold or flu and it builds up the immune system at the same time it's fighting it off. So we actually need to learn when not to treat the symptoms. Believe it or not, those annoying symptoms are part of the natural healing process. It's the immune system battling illness. That fever is your body's way to kill viruses. It creates a hotter than normal environment that kind of burns them up. Also, the hot environment makes germ-killing proteins in your blood circulate more quickly and effectively. So if you endure a moderate fever for a day or two, you may actually get well faster. So skip those fever reducers for you and your loved ones and just sweat it out. Remember, though a moderate fever is okay, a high fever is cause for concern and a trip probably to your medical provider. If you see that moderate fever rising, try a lukewarm shower or a bath 
to reduce it naturally before it hits that danger stage. Another symptom that we all really dislike is coughing, but it's a really productive symptom. You see, it clears your breathing passages of thick mucus that carries germs to your lungs and the rest of your body. So we wanna actually have a productive cough. I think you've heard that term before where we're coughing up the mucus and spitting it out. We don't wanna stop that process. We wanna get that out so that we don't carry the germs throughout our body and get sicker. Even that stuffy nose is best to be treated mildly or really not at all. And by mildly, it's mostly like a saline wash, but not at all is even better because using a decongestant really restricts the flow of the blood vessels in your nose and throat. But we want increased blood flow because it warms the infected area and helps secretions carry the germs out of your body rather than keeping them in. So these symptoms are productive in your body's way of fighting off the virus, the cold, the flu. So if we can avoid treating them and just deal with them like blowing your nose and coughing into your sleeve, taking a cool shower to cool off after a fever, it's the best way to just let your body fight off the illness itself. Now, if it comforts you to grab some of that chicken soup, grandma's, ma's, whatever it is, you're in luck. That old wives tale of it helping you feel better are actually true. According to the National Institutes of Health, there are many healing benefits of chicken soup. Can you believe it? Your favorite recipe likely has properties that fight inflammation, promote hydration, and get all that mucus flowing. So load up on that chicken soup. Some other natural remedies to help you fight off the ailment and kind of keep your immune system going is staying hydrated. It's key to help your immune system. Drink plenty of liquids such as water, broth, and drinks with electrolytes. It's probably the most important thing you can do as it helps move everything along and allows your body's natural functions to work better. Another one is get sleep. Sleep is where our body makes repairs. So if you're under the weather, make sure you're getting plenty of sleep, even extra sleep. And if you have a sore throat, I found one of the best remedies the last time my throat was burning. Be propolis. It's a spray. It was fast, effective, and natural. And another way for a sore throat would be a saltwater gurgle. Just remember that you don't have to treat it with medications to get the relief, and then it still allows your immune system to work. Now, let's talk about ways to improve our immune system so that we don't get sick in the first place. And I'm going to start out with some good old-fashioned advice from the 1852 Old Farmer's Almanac. To avoid all fevers, eat moderately, drink sparingly, lie not down on damp earth, nor overheat yourself, but keep your temper and change your clothes as the weather changes. That's some good old-fashioned advice. So what else can we do in the modern world? Good hygiene practices. Wash your hands often and stay far away from those antibacterial soaps and sanitizers. Let your body's skin microbiome do its thing and fight off the invading bacteria. Another one, exercise. We know that physical activity for five or more days a week was associated with a 43% reduced risk of upper respiratory infection. And also the severity of infection compared to exercising less than one day each week. So exercising for just 20 minutes per week 
even just a brisk walk was better for infection prevention than absolutely no exercise at all. So get that body moving. One to five to six, however many times you can fit it in, just move your body. And then get your rest. We know a tired body means your immune system isn't working as well as it should be. And you're more susceptible to getting sick because you're starting to get run down. So if you've been burning that candle at both ends, now is the time to give yourself a permission to take a little pause and get some extra rest. Make sure you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep each night, especially during cold and flu season. Work on your sleep hygiene so that you get good quality sleep so that your systems are always working efficiently. Reduce your stress. Stress inhibits your immune system's ability to prevent and fight infection. Studies found that even vaccinations are less effective when we are chronically stressed. So get good sleep and reduce that stress to decrease the risk of getting sick. There are reams of studies that show us that food and beverage choices have a massive impact on our immune health. Sugar being one of the key components that lowers our immune system, including the sugar found in common bottled fruit juices. We often think that when we're not feeling well or it's cold or flu season that we should boost up the amount of fruit juices, orange juice, grapefruit juice, cranberry juice, whatever it is, actually decreases our immunity. Even moderate consumption of fruit juice and extra sugars that are coming from them inhibit our immune system. So I'd rather you eat the whole fruit because by eating the whole fruit, you get the fiber in there and believe it or not, that will boost your immune system. Just by removing that fiber does a lot of damage to the way that product or item affects our body. So ditch the juice, eat the whole fruit and work on eating the rainbow so that you get in all the phytochemicals that boost our immune system to help us thrive and maintain optimal resilience and infection resistance. Get outside. Besides getting that fresh air which boosts our immune system, get out in the sunlight to boost our vitamin D. Vitamin D is known to help boost our immune system in general. So getting outside for 15 minutes a day, getting some sunlight on you does wonders for your immune system. And then focus on your gut. Your immune system basically lives inside your gut. So a healthy gut microbiome, a healthy digestive system will help boost your immune system as well. I know some of you wanna rely on some supplements this time of year and remember supplements should be supplemental. They shouldn't be forever. So. These are some supplements I think that are beneficial this time of year. Elderberry, it's a flavonoid-filled fruit and it's been used for centuries to treat colds. One study found that the extract of elderberry reduced the length of flu symptoms by nearly three days. That's a pretty good deal. And elderberry you can find on the shelf in a syrup, in a gummy, in a pill, or you can make your own elderberry syrup. So check out for elderberry. The next one up would be garlic. It creates a powerful compound called allicin when it's chewed, sliced, or chopped. This compound forms a variety of components that have antibacterial, antifungal, and antiviral properties. Garlic has been used in ancient remedies for centuries or millennia 
to help ward off cold and flus. So don't skimp on your garlic. And one study showed that those who took a garlic supplement, you don't even have to eat the real garlic, had fewer colds and shorter durations of sickness. So don't shy away from the garlic. It'll also like ward off vampires. When it comes to vitamin C, there's so much mixed evidence whether vitamin C actually helps immune function or helps speed our recovery that I don't really get a clear definition if you should boost it or not. It can't hurt. They do know that in those that exercise like frequently, um, they a boost in the vitamin C can help. But the average person, the studies are inconclusive. So do with that what you want, but I know everybody like tries to push vitamin C on you when you're ill. Part of that is because vitamin C aids in the absorption of zinc. Zinc is important to the immune system. It needs this trace element to functional at an optimal level. So that's where the C kind of comes in. It's to help the zinc be absorbed and be used properly rather than it doing anything on its own. So if you're not taking zinc, you may not need to take C because at that point you're probably just excreting it anyways and that just makes for expensive pee. Getting back to zinc though, one study from the Annals of Internal Medicine showed that cold symptoms in subjects taking zinc lozenges cleared up in four days compared with seven days for those taking a placebo. So zinc is really important when you're trying to fight off that cold. There you have it. Remember, a strong immune system is your best defense against the sniffles and sneezes of cold and flu season. So eat well, sleep tight, stress less, and get moving. And if you do catch a bug, give your body a little TLC to recover. Stay healthy, stay strong, and crush those colds before they even have a chance to start. On that note, friends, I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening in today. I hope you got some nuggets to take on your health journey. Remember, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. No medical advice is being given. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the full disclaimer, which is linked in the show notes. If you found this podcast helpful, could you take 30 seconds and leave a review? Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps others discover my show. Once again, thank you for being part of my community. Until next time, have a blessed day.